Welcome to the Expanded By Podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea. I'm a business mentor, brain rewiring, certified coach, and soon to be 7D, a high energy healer. On this podcast, we're going to be talking about all things business growth, spirituality, brain rewiring, mindset, energetics, and so much more. You can connect further with me on Instagram at Expand with Chelsea and on YouTube at Expand with Chelsea. I'm so excited that you're here. I hope you leave today feeling expanded by what we talk about. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to have you here. Today is another very special episode because we are on part five of the How to Start Your Business series. Today, we're talking all things building authority in your niche. It's going to be really juicy. I had a lot of big realizations when I was writing the show notes for this episode and how much that I've actually changed my approach to teaching people how to grow their businesses since I first started this almost three years ago. I kind of came to terms with, oh my gosh, okay, the things that I were taught when I first started my businesses, what I was taught is not exactly how I think about things now. I've really grown and evolved a lot, so just writing out the show notes made me realize that and be so much more appreciative for the growth and the learning that we can have and our evolution as humans, as business owners, and choosing to do things differently. It's one of those things that I always tell my clients is, okay, just because we've always done it this way or just because you have done it this way and maybe you've seen some success with it doesn't mean that we don't get to tweak it a little bit. Doesn't mean that we don't get to experiment. Like that's what it's all about is and having fun with it. So before we dive into today's episode, some updates. So if you're listening to this on the day that it comes out, happy Memorial Day. It is Monday, May 30th, 2022, and I am hosting my first ever group healing circle today. So if you have not yet signed up and you are curious about trying out energy healing, maybe you have tried some forms of energy healing like Reiki, but you haven't yet tried a high energy healing, would absolutely love for you to join us. It's going to be an incredible experience. This is going to be 90 minutes long and we are pairing the energy healing with the new moon in Gemini. So we're going to be setting intentions and this is going to be mainly focused around releasing control. This is a topic that's been coming up big time, not only with myself, but my clients as well. And how to really tap into that go with the flow part of your personality. So control, as I've said many times, we know it's an illusion. That doesn't mean that it isn't tempting though, but I find that the more that I try to control the things that are happening in my life, the lower my quality of life becomes. And when I stop worrying about all the little things, stop trying to micromanage myself and other people and my business, I get so much more time back in my day. I'm so much more relaxed. I can actually breathe. So this is going to be all about releasing control leaning into surrender, leaning into trust, leaning into being supported by the universe. This is feminine energy at its core. When we are in our divine feminine, we are not concerned about micromanaging. We're not concerned about controlling. We are going with the flow of life and allowing things to come to us in the most beautiful way. So this is what we're going to have a huge focus on for this session. 90 minutes. It's going to be so juicy. You're going to feel incredible after. Absolutely incredible. This is about a third the price of my one-on-one session. So again, if you're curious, this would be a great opportunity to come and try out this energy. I'll include everything in the show notes. You can learn more about this. I'm not sure exactly when I'm going to be hosting the next one, but I'll keep you updated. If you are a business owner and have not yet downloaded my newest freebie, I'm so excited to announce this. Did you know 
that you can speak with your business just like you could another person. Yes, that's right. Your business has its own consciousness just like you do. You are two separate entities and you both have separate desires. You both have separate personalities, ways of doing things. Us as the business owner, it's our job to be a responsible steward for our business, to give it the tools and everything that it needs to succeed. Our business essentially wants to flow through us, not be micromanaged or controlled by us. Do you see how this theme kind of keeps coming up? So inside this meditation, this freebie that I created, I am teaching you and guiding you to connect with the consciousness of your business. Yes, you're going to be able to speak with your business inside of this meditation. You're going to ask it how it's doing, what it is that it wants, what offers want to come through, what needs to be released. We're going to be doing a big energy clearing, calling forward your ideal clients, sending them energetic nudges. I'm so, so proud of this meditation. I know you're absolutely going to love it. I will put the link to it in the show notes and you'll also get journal prompts to go along with this for further reflection. My last update. Okay, if you are not on my close friends list on Instagram and you are a business owner, what are you doing? I share so much good stuff over there. I do weekly trainings on topics like branding, marketing, business owner mindset, money mindset. There's so much good stuff over there. So go ahead, send me a DM on Instagram if you haven't yet joined my close friends list and I will add you. I've got a brand new offer, brand new offer coming up on Wednesday. I'm so pumped about this and it's going out to my close friends list first. It's really great because I actually downloaded this entire idea while doing my meditation to connect with my business. So I use my own meditations as well. I love me a good guided meditation. I downloaded this entire offer got the name, got the price point, who it's for, and boom, a couple of days later, we're putting it out. So I am spilling the details first on Wednesday to my close friends list, and then it'll go public on Monday. I'm also going to be taking the weekend off of social media. Yes, this is definitely pre-planned because guess what? I'm moving this weekend, which is really exciting. But for me as a business owner, I need to make sure that I am protecting my time and energy. And I know it's just going to be a better thing if I just choose to stay off of social media for the weekend and we're going to come back on Monday. So again, if you are not on my close friends list, send me a DM. You want to be in on this. This is going to be a low cost offer for established business owners that are looking to quantum leap inside their business. So if you are somebody that already has a business, you've already been in business for a little bit, you've seen clients and you're really ready for that next level, you want to be paying attention to this is what I've got for updates. Alrighty, if you have not yet listened to the first four parts of this series, again, this is part number five of a six-part series. I would highly recommend going back and listening to the first four. Part number one is signs that it's time to start your business. Ten specific signs that the universe is giving you that it is time to start your business. Part number two is all around gaining clarity and direction. So this is for you if you are somebody that is multi-passionate, you have a lot of interests, you have a hard time narrowing down what it is that you want to do. Part number three is foundational steps to growing a business. So we're talking all things legal, financial, so taxes, starting a separate biz bank account. This is all of the things that you need to do and put in place before you get your business off the ground. And part number four that just came out last week is gaining the confidence to put yourself out there. Do not miss this one. Even if you are not a new business owner, there's so much gold in here. I actually had to go back and listen to this episode because I like blacked out when I was recording it. And I went back and listened and I was like, oh my God, that was so 
good. It was highly activating. So if you're somebody that struggles with confidence in any way, you struggle with imposter syndrome, you struggle with putting yourself out there feeling too vulnerable, you're afraid of people making fun of you or being judged, you've got to go listen to that episode. Okay, today's topic is building authority in your niche. And why this is important is because when people value your expertise and opinions, they're that much more likely to purchase your services, offers, or products. If you fail to build up this authority, then you're going to end up getting friend-zoned, you're going to have a hard time converting your audience to paying customers. What we need to really focus on first, before we even dive into any of this though, is what authority means to you. What is your relationship with authority? So think back to when you were younger, think back to your parents, role models, what was your relationship like with authority? How did they use their authority? What did that teach you about your inner authority? So we have outer authority, so those outside of us, and how they use or wield their power. And then we have our own inner authority. So the way that we move through the world, how much we trust our decisions, how much we trust that we are doing the quote right thing. And I put right in quotes because moving beyond this duality of good and bad, right and wrong, black and white is actually going to be a really expansive thing for you as a business owner. Thinking back to when you were younger and those around you using their authority, did you perceive them to be using their authority for good and for helping people and helping the planet? Or were they using their authority to control, to manipulate for their their own gain? And that's going to be something that really impacts you as an adult now, especially if you haven't taken the time to go back and look at those types of things. Thinking back to when you were younger and what was your relationship like to authority and the different figures in your life? What were your emotional reactions to each one of those figures? Where do you find yourself reacting the same to authority now in your life? Because you're probably going to start to see some parallels, draw some connections, and making sure that you are able to look at somebody else's authority, that's that outer authority, and understand, okay, that's them standing in their power, and that doesn't have to have an effect on me standing in my power. So if you are somebody that tends to defer to authority, and you're like, okay, they must know what's better, they must know what's right, and I, I don't know what's right, I'm going to just follow their lead, whatever they say, that's, that's the right thing, that's what I'm going to do. Of course, it's going to feel difficult for you to step into your own power because you're not used to following your own inner authority and your own inner knowledge. So can we start to recognize outer authority without that affecting our inner authority? Or if you're somebody like me who has had a challenging history with authority, I mean, I identify as a rebel in every sense of the word, I... I just saw a lot of people misusing their power and I saw them really using it to control, to manipulate, and for I didn't want to listen to any authority. So for me, my challenge is, well, if I don't want to listen to any authority, who's going to want to listen to me? So it's a constant mindset shifting and redefining my relationship with authority to what I want my relationship with authority to be which my current definition of authority is I want to honor my own inner knowing and my own authority, also honoring yours. We are equals. Nobody's is better or worse than the other. How can I shine my light and see the light within you as well? One of my favorite examples here is if you think of a candle with a flame and you use that candle to light another candle, the candle that you're using to light the other one doesn't lose any of its flame by lighting the other candle. 
then they both are able to burn brightly. And that's true empowerment right there, is by recognizing your own authority and your own power and seeing that in somebody else as well. So this really matters because you are going to be stepping into the authority role as a business owner. And if there's resistance, it might feel really uncomfortable or really foreign to step into your own power. So when I talk about authority, these are the types of relationship that I'm meaning. What is your own perception of your power? Are you afraid of it? Have you never gotten to know it? What are you afraid will happen if you do step into that power? I know a lot of people, I mean, this goes right along with the fear of success. If I actually own my power, then what? If I actually realize, holy shit, I was created to do so much and to change so many lives in this world. Oh my God, does that mean I actually have to like live up to that now? And it can be kind of scary. In a lot of energy healing sessions lately, I've gone into past lives for clients who have, they've always been very powerful. In all of their lives, they've been very powerful. They have that power now. And one of the common threads is in a past life, their power was either all-consuming, something happened, they got betrayed, or they snapped somehow, and their power consumed them. So now in this lifetime, they're afraid to step into their power because they're afraid to be overtaken by it. But they are a completely different person now. They are on a completely different trajectory with a whole new set of skills, a whole new set of awareness. And while that is something that I'm sure a lot of us have seen in people outside of us, other authority figures, I really think a lot of The Witcher, (laughs) if you've seen The Witcher on Netflix, where the mage, she actually gets overtaken by her power and then she ends up losing it. And she has to go through this entire process of like an identity loss. Who is she? What's her point in life? And trying to really find her way without this power. And I think that that was just a really beautiful lesson to exploring our own edges and what we are truly capable of. I mean, at the end of the season, she ends up getting her powers back. So it's this beautiful life-death life cycle. If you are somebody that's reading Women Who Run With The Wolves, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But it's being willing to go there and to step into that. Because if you don't, you're never going to know what you're truly capable of. And I'm not saying you need to step into your power and control and manipulate people, that's not what we're talking about. But I'm saying, if you know that you are here to make a difference and you're too afraid to step into it, you're going to live your entire life wishing that you would have. So don't wait. Don't make that mistake of waiting so long because you're afraid of what could happen that you don't even give yourself a chance to step into it. Because if you are somebody that is here to make a big difference, That is your path and the universe will make sure that you get onto that path one way or another. So I've got eight different tips on how to build authority for you. And authority can look like influence. Authority can look like being a leader. Authority can look like being somebody that is considered an expert in their field. You get to decide what authority figure means in your specific niche. So the first one is talking about your story. This is so important. I don't think business owners do this enough. I find that a lot of people are pretty shy about talking about themselves as a business owner, as if their story didn't matter. But here's the thing you probably wouldn't be so drawn to the work that you're doing if you haven't overcome something in that field directly. And that is what is going to connect you to your audience. We need to be able to have our audience trust us as human beings first. And a big way that we can do that is by connecting with them on a deep level through sharing your story. So when you're thinking about what is my story, I want you to think about 
what got you started down this path? What are some of those big pivotal moments where you realized, holy shit, I need to make a change? What are those big moments where you realized, okay, I made the change, I did the things, I figured out the solution, and now I want to help other people do this as well? And how can you start to share parts of that? Why are you passionate about what it is that you do? What are some of those dark night of the soul moments that you've had where you were crying in the bathtub or realized, oh my God, things need to change or it's just going to forever remain the same? I know it might feel really vulnerable to share those moments, but here's the thing is your audience is probably going through those moments right now and they probably feel very isolated. They probably feel very alone and you simply sharing parts of your story and being brave and courageous enough to do that is going to change somebody's life. Number two is talking about why you're qualified to do what you do. Okay, so maybe this is your background, you have education, different certifications within your niche. Talk about those things. This is huge in building up authority because if people don't understand your background, I mean, this ties into your personal story as well, but if people don't know why you're qualified to help them or even what you're qualified in, it's going to be a big disconnect. So this is a really big one for things like your Instagram bio. Who are you? What do you do? And who do you help? Those are the three main points that I always recommend to my clients to put inside their bio so that somebody visiting their page can tell within a couple of seconds, is this going to be somebody that is able to help me? Yes or no. You know, and that can mean that you are an educator. That could mean that you are a coach. That could mean that you're a guide or a healer. However it is that you identify, just make sure that it is very clear. Talk about your own personal experiences within this niche and make sure that you are bringing these things up on a semi-regular basis. I think with a lot of business owners, they're like, well, I did it once and we're good. But here's the thing is a lot of the times people don't actually see your content. And most of the time, it's not even because they're not paying attention. It's just because the algorithm or whatever it is that's happening, maybe they're having a busy day, they're just not seeing it. So it's important to regularly remind people who you are, what you do, and why you are qualified to do what it is that you do. This can also come with a lot of education on here's what I'm trained in. Here's how this can be helpful for you. I mean, a lot of the times when I talk to business owners, they're like, I don't know what to post. I don't know what to do for content. Well, have you described to people what it is that you actually do, the process that you went through to get to where you are at right now? Have you shared some of those deeper stories, how long it took, what types of modalities that you use, how it is that you actually help people? With number three, this is a really good one. Okay, so this is actually one of my favorite ones because a lot of people ask me, well, how much do I share? Like, how much of my information do I share before people are like, Meh, I don't know if I'm going to want to work with her and they worry about giving it all away. Here's my official opinion on this. Give your best stuff away. Give it away. Let people know that they can trust you. Let people know that you are really freaking good at what you do. If you are only ever trying to give people a little sliver of what it is that you do and what it is that you know, how are they ever going to know how powerful you are? How are they ever going to know that, yes, they can trust you, that, yes, that you have their best interests in mind and that you are open to learning more, that you're open to evolving? I'm not saying you need to give away your entire courses for free. But when it comes to providing value to your audience, place a heavy emphasis on giving, giving, giving. Give away your best stuff for free. 
but find a way to do it that makes sense. For me, that's podcasting. I give away so much valuable information on the podcast. I mean, I say this a lot, but you could build your entire business just by listening to these podcast episodes. Find a way that feels good for you, that feels sustainable, that you are excited about, and educate the shit out of people. What this does is this builds up trust between you and the audience. It also helps them to see you as an authority because they see you in your element. They see you at what you're good at. And they're like, wow, if I'm getting this for free, what am I going to learn if I actually pay them and work with them? If this is the amount of knowledge and value that I'm getting for free, I can't even imagine what stepping into a container with them looks like. So for me, this is always what I say. If you are somebody that is really struggling with, okay, what and how much do I give away? You can give away the what and the why, and then they pay for the how. So that's the accountability. That is the support that you give them when you work with them. So give away the what and the why, and you teach them the how when they step into a paid container with you. The thing with free content and free information is, yes, it's amazing and you can put so many incredible resources out there, but the pieces that are often missing are the accountability and the support, which is a paid service. So while all of the information and the tools might be out there, there's not a lot of incentive to actually take action until somebody puts down money. So you can give away a lot of these incredible things that you're teaching about and understanding that this is really valuable, But the real way that people get results is by taking action, and that generally requires having skin in the game. Like I was saying earlier, it's also great to evolve as a business owner and to understand that, okay, I might have learned something different, and now I want to teach this concept a little bit differently. For me, when I give my best stuff away, it allows me to empty my mind and to welcome in new information. I'm always learning. I'm always growing and evolving the way that I do things for my clients and the way that I get my clients amazing results is by constantly being open to giving the best stuff to them. I mean, this is abundance mindset right here, right? Like if I give it away, there's always more available. So there's no need to worry about it. There's no need to go into scarcity mindset. If I give this away, then there's no reason for people to work with me. Well, that's only true if you decide that it's true. I can think of so many coaches out there that have incredible podcasts. They have incredible Instagram feeds and newsletters that are super valuable. And I can't get enough. I'm like, oh my God, if this is what I'm getting for free, I cannot imagine what it's like to work with you and to have that accountability and to have that support. So number four is being willing to say, I don't know, being willing to say I was wrong, being willing to say, I don't know, but I will figure that out for you. This makes you a human. I know a lot of us as business owners, this is something that I really used to struggle with. I do not struggle with this nearly as much as I used to was saying, you know what? I'm not sure. I don't know the answer to that. When I first started my business, I wanted to be everything to everyone. And I was being overly flexible on the training plans that I was able to write people. I wanted to go down this route of climbing coach. And I had quite a few people ask me if I could just write them basic general strength training plans. And I was like, yeah, sure, I can do that thing. And it created and caused so much extra work for me. But if I would have just been willing to say, you know what, that's not really my thing. I would be happy to refer you out to somebody else who that is their area of expertise. But instead, I put it on myself and did all this extra research and was doing all of these extra courses and classes in order to learn this information. And it was taking a lot of extra time that I could have been spending somewhere else. So by being willing to say, I don't know, welcomes in a sense of curiosity, welcomes in you being willing to say, you know what, I'm not perfect and I don't expect you to be either. 
It's taking yourself off of the pedestal and saying, I'm a human. I can still learn. I can still grow. I can still evolve. And that's exactly what I want to help you do. So now if I don't know the answer, what I tell my clients is, you know what? I'm not sure about that, but let's try to find out together. Let me see if I can ask somebody about this or point you towards a specific resource. It's being willing to say, I don't know everything and that's okay. And staying inside your zone of genius is always going to be easier, more effortless for you as the business owner. It's going to keep you in alignment than trying to be everything to everyone. So it is okay to say, I don't know. Think about it like this. Who are you going to trust more? Somebody that's like, I know everything. (laughs) I know absolutely everything that there is to know about everything. And I am never wrong. Or are you going to trust somebody that's like, you know what? I'm willing to admit that I was wrong. And I'm willing and I'm open to learn and to grow and to evolve my opinion. And if I don't know something, I'm excited to help you figure it out. Of course, you're going to trust that latter person. So make sure that you are embodying that first, that it's okay to be wrong. It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to own up to it, to learn, to grow, to change your opinion, because that's the model that you're setting for your clients and the people that are going to be working with you. In my three years as a coach, if I've learned anything, it's that people generally don't need to be harder on themselves. They're already good enough at that. So they need somebody that can approach them with kindness and compassion and understanding. So if we are not those things with ourselves first, it's going to be really difficult to emanate that towards our clients. They're going to have a really hard time feeling that from us if we don't do that for ourselves first. Okay, I've got really exciting news. So if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you've probably heard me talk about getting an IUD and having really painful cycles, but that ended this month after eight months of incredibly heavy and painful cycles. I finally have found relief. Okay, so the product that I've been using, and I actually challenged myself to use this very consistently once in the morning and once in the evening. Guess what? It worked. I've been taking Ned's Balance Blend. This is a full spectrum hemp oil and this has made a huge difference on my cycle. I've had a ton of stress in my life over the past month and I know that that wasn't doing anything in my favor and I'm still shocked because this is the only thing that I did differently is I just stayed consistent and I said no matter what in the morning and at night I'm getting one serving of this. So if you are a business owner I know that you know that it's not a good use of your time to be spending a week or two out of every month in pain and down for the count. For me this was actually actually ruining my productivity. I wasn't feeling good. I didn't want to get on camera. I was experiencing bad mood swings and I just generally was pretty miserable. There was a lot of bloating. There was a lot of cramping and that just doesn't really get me that excited to show up in my business. Your business is an extension and a reflection of you. So if you're struggling, that's going to show up in your business. Let's talk about some of the ingredients that makes this product so effective. Ned uses a base of certified organic MCT oil, which is derived from coconut oil and this helps to maximize the extracts bioavailability for maximum absorption in your body. This means that all of the other ingredients they're going to go further because of this carrier oil. They also use evening primrose oil which is a powerful antioxidant and it helps to reduce inflammation and promote balanced hormones. Red raspberry leaf is a staple of traditional medicine that helps to tone and nourish the uterus for a healthy pelvic floor and reduces menstrual pain. Think 
less cramping. Red raspberry leaf tea is amazing too if you haven't tried it around your cycle, highly recommend. They use red clover blossom for balancing botanical that helps to minimize hormonal shifts that can cause mood swings. And lastly, milky oats and oat straw. This is used to calm and soothe and reduce anxiety and stress while still nourishing the endocrine system and regulating hormones. This product alone has 186 five-star reviews. I was reading through the reviews just the other day and I saw things like, the only thing that helps for this time of month, this product is a miracle. And I absolutely wanna add my five stars to that pile because this has made such a difference, not only in my cycle, but in my life. I'm literally getting those two weeks of my life back. So with Ned, they actually source their hemp flowers four hours away from their facility. So it is very local to where the product is produced. This facility is located in the valley near Paonia, Colorado. It's surrounded by mountains, there's rich soil, and they use biodynamic practices. So they're growing plants in a way that's in alignment of long-term sustainability of the soil. They handpick their plants. There's no industrial machines used. There's no pesticides. There's no mold. There's no heavy metal from the water. Everything is third-party tested, which is really important because most CBD and hemp companies, they actually don't contain what they say they do on the label. So it's really important to have those independent third-party companies come in and test and verify that that product actually has what it says that they do. So if you want to go ahead and try out Ned's Balance Blend, you can use code EXPAND for 15% off your order. What I would recommend doing is putting this on a subscription. You're going to save even more. You save a total of 30% and you can choose how often you want this to deliver. You can do every two weeks, every 30 days, every 60 days, or every 90 days. I have mine set to auto ship every 30 days so that I never run out because I am totally hooked. I am sold. Anything that is going to <laughs> essentially allow me to live my best life, I am here for it. So again, you can use code EXPAND at checkout for 15% off. Be sure to check out the subscription options as well. And if you do order, be sure to tag me on Instagram when you get your order in, I would love to see what you ordered. Number five goes right along with number four is that you need to keep learning as a business owner. I mean, this one probably goes without saying, but be open to doing things in new ways. Be curious, take courses, hire coaches, set the example for your audience and your potential clients. If they see you always growing, always striving for this best version of yourself, always putting in the work for the personal development, that's going to be really inspiring to them. And a really great way to build up authority is to share the things that you're learning and going through. This makes you very relatable as a human being. Number six is to show your client results. So make sure that you're showing those wins along the way. This is going to build up a ton of credibility. People are going to actually see that you can get people results. I think that this is really important. I mean, I have a folder in my phone labeled for when you need it with every single one of my client wins that I've ever received. People saying, I made this amount of money. I had this really amazing launch. Holy shit, I had this big breakthrough in my mindset. Here's how I'm feeling today. Sharing with me just the little 
little things that have changed. It doesn't always have to be these like big grandiose accomplishments. It really is more in the small tweaks and changes and I go visit that folder regularly just to help boost my own confidence. You know, there are moments where we're like, wow, what am I even doing? I think that all of us have those types of moments. So I love that folder for when those moments pop up and showing these client results. So being able to prove to people, it's this social proof that you are somebody that can get somebody else results. Of course, we are never responsible for our clients' results. We just provide the tools. We give them support in order to reach their goals. They're the ones that have to put in the work. But if somebody can see that you are somebody that could potentially get them results, that's going to build up a lot of authority for you. Number seven is to show up consistently. I actually have an entire podcast episode about this, episode 110, Six Reasons That You're Struggling to Stay Consistent. If you haven't given a listen to that one yet, I would highly recommend it. Showing up consistently gets to mean whatever it is that you want it to mean. This could mean daily, this could mean weekly, but making sure that you are committing to something larger than yourself. It's committing to the mission, right? Because sometimes we don't necessarily feel like showing up. I mean, for me, there are plenty of things that I don't feel like doing. But then I remember, oh, right, my mission is to bring this message to people or to help people with this thing. And all of a sudden it snaps me out of my mood and I'm excited about what I'm doing again. So making sure that you are proving that you are somebody that is reliable. You are somebody that will continue to show up. And I'm not saying you need to push and force yourself when shit is hitting the fan. We all get to take breaks. We're all human. We get to have emotions and to protect our time, protect our energy, but making sure that you are committed to serving your audience in this way, I think is really, really important. Think about it like this. If you are somebody that is thinking about working with somebody else and then all of a sudden they disappear off the radar, you're like, wait, what the fuck happened to them? That's not going to build up that trust factor between you two. You're going to think that that person isn't reliable, that they aren't consistent, that they're not showing up. So then you wonder, well, are they actually going to show up for me inside my business and in my life? Oftentimes our actions speak louder than words ever can. Number eight is give, 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 then ask. I actually really like this. I think it's from Tony Robbins, I want to say. It's the jab, jab, right hook. So it's saying you need to give twice before asking once. And while I don't really stick to that formula specifically, this is making sure that you are providing some form of free resource, free education. For me, I have the podcast. I have a ton of freebies. I have my entire Instagram page. There are so many things that I provide for free before I ever ask for a sale from somebody. So make sure that if you are a business owner, what value are you providing your audience? What questions are you answering for them? What struggles are you helping them solve? What are things that you can provide for them that are truly going to make a big difference in their life? So making sure that you're giving a ton of value, it makes the ask really easy. For me, I know that I put out so much kick-ass content and kick-ass resources for people that when I'm like, hey, I've got this program and this offer, it is a total no-brainer. I feel no guilt, no shame around selling because I know how much value I provide people. And even if they never stepped into a container with me, I know that by consuming the resources that I put out, it's going to change their lives. There's no doubt in my mind about that. So make sure that you're providing a lot of value. So again, this kind of goes back to how do you want to provide that value? Is there a certain platform that you feel called to? Maybe it's YouTube, maybe it's podcasting, and then challenge yourself to show up consistently. 
Don't compare your step one to somebody else's step 25. Everybody starts in the same spot. Maybe it's your newsletter or your email list. Where is it that you can connect with your audience? And even in the beginning when things might seem like they're going really slowly, I mean, I also started my email list with no people on it and I have built it up over time, over almost three years to what it is right now. And I'm so thankful that I challenged myself to send out a weekly newsletter every single week. I did that for almost a year and a half almost two years. It was crazy. Every single week, consistently, I sent out what I called the Sunday send. It was a Sunday night email and it was an update email. Here are the things that I'm doing. Here's what you might have missed. Here's something that you might be interested in. Every single week, I showed up consistently and I did that. I gave, gave, gave. And then when it came around for the ask, it was a no-brainer for so many people. So those are my eight tips for helping you to build authority. And one thing that I really want to focus on, so this is actually something that I used to teach that I don't really believe in as much anymore. See, here's the thing, me being like, okay, I used to do this thing. I realize now that that's not in alignment with who I want to be. I was wrong and I've changed my opinion. I used to teach a lot about the know, like, and trust factor. So if you are somebody that's worked with me before, or maybe you're a little bit newer to this, it is something that does make sense. And I can see how it could be beneficial because in order for people to do something like to step into a paid container with us, they do need to have a certain level of knowing us, liking us, and trusting us, trusting that we can get them results, trusting that we care about them as human beings. But I really think that this places too much emphasis on the like factor. If you are constantly striving to be liked, how are you adjusting yourself for other people? How are you participating in people-pleasing? How are you dimming down your personality or stepping back, not speaking up, not saying your opinions so that people can, quote, like you. So for me, what I focus more on now is making people feel seen, heard, and loved. Does your audience feel seen? Do they understand that you've been through the same things as them? Do they understand that you've been exactly where they're at? Do they feel heard, like their struggles are valid, like they're validated? They understand that you know exactly what it is they're talking about. And do they feel loved? Do they, do they feel that radiant support from you? Do they feel like you care about them deeply as a human being because they are human beings? This is not just about, all about sales. This is not just about profit. I think the no like, and trust factor, that's a little bit more masculine way of doing things. It's like, yep, people are profits and just another number. We're just moving along, doing the thing, linear growth, all of that, which can be great, you know. But for me, it's all about how can I actually support the people in front of me as human beings with souls that have goals and desires? So focusing more on helping people feel seen, heard, and loved. How is your content, the things that you're putting out there reflecting that? This allows you to stand up for yourself too, to speak your mind, to voice your opinion. Because if we're constantly worried about being liked, I mean, shit, you don't need to be liked by everybody. That's not our goal here. There is no single one thing that pleases everyone. So don't try to be it. You're going to waste so much of your time. You're not going to step into your power that way. Focus instead on seeing your audience, hearing them, 
and loving them, providing solutions that are truly going to help and change their lives. That is what I've got for you today. Make sure to join me for part six, the last part of this series coming out on Thursday, June 2nd, how to stop working for free and start charging your worth. So this is for those of you who are maybe taking on test clients. Maybe you are charging a little bit, but you know it's nowhere near the amount that you should be charging or nowhere near the amount that you want to be making in order to create a sustainable full-time job. We're talking all things money, money mindset, selling. It's going to be such a good time. If this episode resonated with you, be sure to tag me on Instagram. I'd love to hear your takeaways from the show and be able to repost you to my stories. I'm at expand with Chelsea. If you haven't yet left a rating and a review, I would so appreciate you taking just a couple of moments to do so. It helps me out so much and it helps other people find the show as well. Thank you so much for being here and I will talk to you next episode.